to finding calm in the chaos. I am Denise, and this is my podcast. Hello, hello, my friends. Happy Wednesday, and welcome to another closet edition of Finding Calm in the Chaos. I'm Denise, and I'm sitting in my fucking closet. Oh, I blew out the F word immediately. You know what? I'm not even redoing this because my sponsor said it was okay. Here's the deal. This episode is called Supercalifragilisticexpialifuckit. And let me tell you why. Because I've literally decided to give zero Fs for everything walking forward. Because I was noticing that my stress level was getting to dangerous limits, let's just put it that way. And quite frankly, it's just not worth it to me. I have been really digging deep and wondering how I just got to learn to let go and how to give it to God and how to not sweat the small shit and how to just, you know, let it go, let it go. We've talked about that before. But you know what? It is a lifelong process of just learning to live in today. And I love Mary Poppins. And I was listening to it the other day, uh, watching it when I couldn't sleep, um, because that's a new thing. Well, it's not a new thing, but it's an old thing that came back when the parentals came back. Um, So yes, the parentals are still in our house. Yes, it has gotten slightly better. Yes, it could get even better. And that's because I've decided I need to just remove my emotions regarding them completely. I need to take them and respond and react to them on a day-to-day basis. I'm jumping right in today, peeps, okay? How you doing? Um, I really just, I need to respond to them without history, I need to interact without that history because it's the history that gets me all damn hyped up and it's not healthy. I mean, guys, I feel like poop. Okay. I feel like poop. My face is breaking out and I was never like the pimple girl in high school. I always had good skin and I still have good skin. I mean, I don't even have wrinkles and I'm going to be 54 next month, but I am just, I just need, I don't care anymore. Like, I care, finally, more about myself and my well-being and being here for Mr. Sith and for Peter. That is what I have to really focus on and concentrate. That is what means more to me than, you know, this vendetta, vendetta, or, you know, trying to get two people to come to this resolution of what reality is versus what their memory is. And it's just not fair to them or to me because I can't change them. They're not going to change. Simple as that. Okay. If they want to change, that's up to them, but it's not up to me to base my entire day-to-day living on trying to get them to accept me for this person that I am today and not this person I was in the past, right? Or that I am holding ground to a way I want to live today that doesn't, you know, stroll in this realm of, you know, I don't stroll on the dysfunctional lane um, or try not to. Because I think everybody needs kind of like a toe in dysfunctional lane. 
just kind of keep you grounded. <laughs> be honest with you. I mean, let's be honest. Um, but at the same time, what am I doing to myself? And, you know, they're bringing all of this. Oh my God, they eat like garbage. We've talked about that. Um, <clears throat> and I can't keep eating this garbage. Okay. It's killing me. You guys, I feel worse than I ever have felt since cancer. That's, that's a long time. First off, it's like, it's 23 years, but I shouldn't feel this way. And there should be no reason why I can't feel the way I want to feel. And so instead of constantly seeing it's because the parentals in there are in the house or it's going to happen after the holidays or I got to wait until the holidays are over or school starting. So I'm trying to catch up on a sub, you know, I'm trying to catch up on doing a curriculum as a teacher or lesson plans uh, versus, you know, um, oh, I got to, I'm the mom of the homeschooler. So I've got to drive him to all these co-ops and I've got a puppy and I got to take him and he's turning a year old. So I'm planning his party. Well, I'm not planning his party. I paid for somebody to plan his party. That's where that is. Um, it's going to be legit because total Star Wars theme. I'm going to post it up in my stories on social media so everybody knows it's coming. Um, but Peter's birthday's coming up. He's going to be eight. And, you know, everything kind of changed because we had a situation come up. I'll talk about a little bit after. Um, I want to stay on track here. You, know, you guys know how I am. Um, I don't want to derail too much away from what I was talking about, but we'll definitely talk about Peter's party, Buster's party, and co-op. Um, but I thought to myself, why do I keep laying out all these excuses like they're not my problem um, or that they are my problem? And Because they're not my problem. That's what I meant. Why, why? I'm just using all these distractions. I'm allowing myself to be distracted. I'm allowing myself these distractions so that I can simply come up with excuses on why I can't fix what I need to fix sooner. See, sometimes we need to kick our own ass. Sort of like the whole liar liar episode where Jim Carrey's in the bathroom in the courthouse and he's like shoving himself and beating his face with a toilet seat. It's, if you haven't seen it, it's uh, your typical insanity uh, Jim Carrey it was some of his physical comedy at its finest. And somebody asks like, what are you doing, man? And he's like, what do you mean? What am I doing? What does it look like? I'm kicking my ass. And I feel like sometimes we all need to kick ourselves in the ass. And right now I gave myself a huge kick in the ass. So I had mentioned on the podcast a while back, another thing, you know, I gave myself excuse. I wanted to start a like a uh, plant, based food service called Sakara. And quite frankly, it's super expensive. And I couldn't justify the cost. And sometimes, you know, could we afford it? I could probably make it happen. But honestly, it's super expensive. And what happens if like they miss something in the order or whatnot, you know, then through some, you know, digging and, you know, tweaking and looking through the, you know, behind the scenes and doing some research, I found out that the woman um, behind Sakara has a cookbook that's out uh, and uh, just a book in general about plant-based eating. Now, I decided that I was going to do that. I was going to do this to reset my body, but then I started diving into shows like documentaries on what plant-based eating can do for you. 
Now, before you tell me about how I have to have meat, I understand that because this is the strange part. I um, fully am behind the fact that we can have animal and should have animal meats unless you're allergic to it in your diet. Okay, there's something about animal meats that we simply cannot get in modern day plant-based food. Our soil's been too depleted. Our stuff has been sprayed. It's just super, super hard, okay? But after doing more research on this, and and you have to understand it because I am also um, a huge uh, violator of this, is that in America and in most places, but I can only speak for America, okay? The meat that we consume here is an outrageous portion. And you, anybody knows that who's went to Europe and have gotten a plate of food and realized they don't eat anything like we eat, which is why they're not all fat and gross and dying of disease. When you think about it, our country spends the most money per capita in the billions of dollars on healthcare, yet we are the sickest people in the world in America. Well, two and two you know, there's a whole rabbit hole. You, there are multiple rabbit holes you can go down in that thing, but we're not going in there, right? Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Fuck it, don't go there unless you want to. So I started watching some plant-based just to get some ideas. Like, what has it done? Let's talk to some physicians who endorse this. Let's talk to you. Know, let's do this because I like the cookbook and the recipes in it sound like something my body is craving. It sounds like what I want. And so sometimes when you wake up and you want like, you know, a smoothie bowl with like all of these fresh fruits and berries and, you know, coconut flakes, your body is telling you something, right? And then you're like, yeah, I'll have a gluten-free waffle. Nope, it's not the same. So I decided I'm going to dive into this cookbook. I'm going to read it. I'm going to do these documentaries. And I'll be t- I'm going to be really honest with you guys. I am sold on this 100%. I am probably going, uh, well, we are. I've got Mr. Sith has agreed to go on this plant-based reboot. We're talking 100% no plant-based only. Now, I keep saying plant-based nutrition because we are not going into veganism. Okay, so I kind of feel like veganism is a word and a lifestyle that is reserved for a special kind of person that eats a plant-based diet, obviously, but also does it mostly for a ethical and moral reason. And so they really don't want to eat anything that comes from an animal or, or has a mommy or daddy, like they say. Okay. Um, and I totally get that and I respect that. Okay. Um, I don't want to be that. Like, cause if I, you know, if I go totally plant-based and I decided one day I wanted a hard boiled egg, I'm having the fucking hard boiled egg, but a vegan will not do that. A vegan also makes sure they don't wear leather. They don't wear animal products. They don't use other products that are made makeups, hair products, that kind of stuff. Notions, face care, all of that. None of that is made with animal products. So it's a lot of work. Okay, to be vegan. So if someone is truly vegan, you know what? Hats off to them because that's a lot of damn work. But it's not something that Mr. Sith and I are interested in. We want the flexibility. We're okay with eating animals. We get our meat from a farm uh, with farmers that are related to us. We know that 
you know, how they treat their animals, that they're organically fed and all of that, and that they are treated like pets until their end of life. And then they provide to them. And in after end of life, that animal provides back. So it's more of a farm mentality that we kind of like. So we've decided to go plant-based, which means we're removing dairy, which is not bad because I already make nut milks. But where I'm slightly concerned (laughs) is freaking cheese. You guys, I love cheese. But I'm the more I read about dairy, the more it is a freaking killer for my body. So I'm guessing that I'll get over it. And I have made some nut cheeses that I thought were quite good. Uh, do they taste like, you know, cheese? No. But um, they're a nice alternative. And I think over time, when you adjust your palate, when you're eating cleaner, um, you stop the cravings because you've changed your palate and your body is accepting and loving these whole foods that they're getting. And so then it says to itself, supercalifragilisticexpialifuckit, um, I'll have this cashew cheese, sure. Sure, Denise. I'll accept this. Spread it on that. <laughs> anyway, um, that's what we're doing. And we cannot wait or delay or do whatever. Now, we are going to look at this uh, October 15th. Uh, we're going mid-month because we have to clear out our house, clean accordingly. You know, you really, this is a huge lifestyle change. So, um lots of juicing, you know, that kind of stuff. And then I am going to actually have a meal service that's going to help me with raw food, um, just some extra meals um, that'll come to kind of help me throughout the day. And Mr. Sith, is Peter going to do this? Okay. Peter's going to eat what we eat. No harm, no doubt in that. Okay. But we are going to allow him his full nutrition. If he wants to have his mac and cheese, he can have his mac and cheese. He's just not going to. We, we don't indulge on the, and we already don't snack crappy. He got a little crappy snack in because grandpa and grandma are here, but we are going to make it really clear to them that this is how it's going to be and that they're going to be responsible for their own meals. And I think that also is going to help contribute to any hostility back and forth, that they'll see how serious we are about this, period, um, and go from there. So I just had to let it go. But, oh, man, can I just tell you, speaking of Peter, uh, he is home this week from co-op, as are my classes canceled, because he is home with hand, foot, and mouth disease. They call it disease, but it's really a virus. But, um, yeah, yep. Almost eight years I went without him getting that once, and it happened. Now, am I happy about it? No. Uh, am I freaking out about it? No. Be- also, because he has a really mild form, because we take so many prevent- preventative measures daily with just the supplementation and how we eat at home. Another bonus to trying to look for being healthy and keeping your body supplied with what it needs to fight off stuff. And that's just what happened in this situation. So we're going to take a little break for our sponsor, and then we'll come on back and talk about HFM. Yay. Today's episode of Finding Calm in the Chaos is sponsored by SJE Real Estate. SJE Real Estate specializes in purchase of distressed properties. Think as is homes, porterhouses, 
unwanted inheritance properties, brick and mortar real estate that needs some TLC. SJE Real Estate specializes in the great state of Texas and is woman owned. A lot of people are enduring some very tough times right now and SJE Real Estate helps relieve some of the overwhelming pressure for those who are in the process of pre-foreclosure and even those who are struggling to keep up with property taxes. Because SJE Real Estate is family owned, you aren't just another property, you're a person. If you're not sure if SJE Real Estate can help you, all consultations are free and we'll discreetly discuss your specific situation to come up with a solution to help you. SJE Real Estate is professional and knowledgeable and helps you through the process, facilitating quick closings and getting you paid quickly as possible. As an extra comfort, SJE will not only supply you with all your moving boxes, but they'll, if you're willing to move within 50 miles from your old house to your new house, they'll help you move. I personally know the owner of SJE and know the care and pride she puts into her business. Contact SJE Real Estate today at 1-817-668-5857 and tell them you heard their promotion on this podcast. Again, that's SJE Real Estate at 1-817-668-5857. Oh, ho, ho, we're back. Super califragilistic, XBL, fuck it. Super califragilistic, XBL, fuck it. Okay, so this is kind of where I'm at today, guys. I literally have to be happy about it. It literally, I have really, I keep saying literally, it is releasing so much stress for me to just kind of throw this stuff out there and not worry anymore. I can't worry about the parentals. I can't worry about holding off my health anymore. I can't worry about, you know, when am I, I'm going to hold off on eating healthy because of this. I'm going to hold off. But after seeing these these documentaries, most of these people who have re-gotten their lives back, re-gotten, who have gotten their lives back after changing to plant-based nutrition have literally, I did it again, um, reversed a lot of their health problems and have gotten in shape. And I've always thought that wasn't really an option to be like what I've always, I want to be like my goal weight. I kind of feel like it's, I'm, I'm out of touch with my goal weight more and more as I get older. I'm 53. I'll be 54 in October. And I just feel like my goal weight is just further out of my reach. And after watching these documentaries and reading and following these doctors on Instagram and, um, all of these people who are getting their lives back on these plant-based nutrition lifestyles are in their 50s. So I'm feeling pretty damn good about it right now. So I'm like, hey, maybe that can happen. I mean, I'm probably not going to be like buff and fit because it's just I've never, it's not my thing. But I want to be in a regular size. And I already warned Mr. Sith that if I got to like my goal weight, I was going to be a shopping fanatic. Like I am so tired of online shopping. Fuck that. I am going into all my high end stores and I'm buying me some damn clothes and I'm going to look good. Oh, anyway, co-ops. All right. So we're in three co-ops this year and, um, I am teaching in the one on Wednesday and then we have another one on Thursday. So we've had some kids out the first week, some kids out the second week, uh, in my class and in other classes. And, you know, it happens, vacations, sick time, it is what it is, right? So then Peter, 
um, com- starts complaining, he starts getting kind of like not himself, right? When Peter starts putting himself to sleep, he's a really good patient. I have like, if everybody should have a sick kid like Peter, because he's so compliant and he's super nice and he puts himself to bed and he takes medicine without any issues. He'll take supplements. He'll do whatever I ask him to, to make him feel better. He'll drink his fluids. He'll drink the, do the popsicles, the electrolyte popsicles, all of it. I have zero complaints in that department. But let me tell you, he came home Thursday night and he was kind of just out of it. He wanted to go to sleep. So I let him go to sleep. And then Friday morning, he got up. He was completely flush. You can always tell when Car- uh, Carl, when Peter has a, uh, not Mr. Sif, you can tell when he's sick too, because he acts all, and then he'll say, are you not feeling well? And he'll go, no, I'm fine. And then spread it to everybody. And then when you ask him why I'm sick, I'll say, I have something. And he'll be like, oh, that's what I had last week. When he said he were fine, fabulous. Um, oh, men. Love you, Mr. Sif. But he um, he woke up Friday with the flushed cheeks, and that's a big indication, and no appetite. When Peter doesn't want to eat, he ain't feeling well. So every morning, um, he takes uh, two supplements. One is an immune booster, and the other one is a sugar-free, all-natural, like, fruits and veggies kind of thing. Um, and, and that is a, it's a company called Haya, H-I-Y-A. It's mom-owned. Uh, if you guys want any information about that, let me know, but you can just Google it. We don't get anything from it. I just, it's a really good company and I appreciate it and it's supporting a small business. Um, but they're very, very, um, just all natural, no fillers, no garbage, uh, and no sugar, which is the most important thing. I hate when you get kids vitamins and they're freaking filled with sugar. Um, Peter eats these, he chews them because they're chewable tablets and uh, and then his other one is an elderberry gummy, which was really hard to find as well because they chalk those filled up with sugar as well. So I have one of those as well. Um, I also am making garlic honey this year. I have that fermenting on the counter. Um, you just basically peel a bunch of garlic cloves and put them in a mason jar. Uh, I have a burper lid, so um, that helps it not explode on the counter. And you just fill it with honey. You top it off with a local raw honey. You don't want like, you know, honey bear because that's all corn syrup. And then you leave it. And then you can take like tablespoons or teaspoons. I do a tablespoon a day. So basically a tablespoon of garlic honey a day will keep most crap away. We also will put a couple drops of colloidal silver um, in our water bottles in the morning just to kind of ward off anything from the inside out. Um, and I will tell you, he he's not a fan of it. Sometimes he gets a dropper directly in. If I feel like he says he has a sore throat or whatnot, I'll just drop it right in. And some he'll, he'll flat out say, see, I took it. It wasn't that bad. But sometimes, Mommy, we have to take things that we don't like the way it tastes because it's good for us. And I said, absolutely. Oh, what a good kid. So he... He looked at me and he said, I got, I got a fever. So I didn't think anything of it because it's at the time, right? I have no no basis to think that it's anything else. It's uh, maybe going back to school around all the kids again and, you know, fall is coming here in the Midwest. So I put him to bed. The next day he woke up. He was in a great spirits. It was gone. Fever was gone, but completely 
lethargic. Not lethargic where he couldn't move and wasn't functioning. He just wanted to hang around. So general malaise. Okay, we'll go with that. And so he was sitting in my bed and just kind of, you know, I mean, why not? And watching movies and drinking his water and doing his electrolyte pop. Every now and then he alternates them. Doing his, you know, uh, his supplements and drinking the silver water. And he was doing so good. Then he came to me that night before he went to bed and he goes, can you put lotion on my hands? They're really itchy. And I said, okay, sure. You know, kids get itchy. It is what it is. And he holds his hands up and they're filled with red dots. And here's me. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So I sat him down. I looked at his feet. He had dots on those too. And I'm like, can you open your mouth? And he opened his mouth and he didn't have anything in his mouth. So long story short, or longer actually, because it's me. Hello. Um... That was, we're going on Tuesday now when I record this. Yeah, Tuesday. I'm thinking, what the hell day is it? I don't even know. Uh, yeah, this is for Wednesday today, but I'm actually recording on Tuesday night. There you go. Um, it's Tuesday night, and I will tell you, he should have lesions. Uh, his red dots should have already burst into lesions, uh, lesions, and uh, his mouth should have blisters in them inside as well. He has nothing in his mouth, not even a rash or any bumps. He does have three lesions, like little cold sores around his lip. Um, and just the red dots all over the hands. He's not even complaining about the itchiness today. So um, it's just following him around, hand washing, keep your hand out of your mouth, um, you know, hosing everything down after he's finished. Please walk around with your slippers. You could take them off when you're on the couch. We're only sitting on that couch. Don't walk with your bare feet. This is your only cup. When you finish with your cup, put it here. Don't touch anything. Don't touch it. Get your hand off of it. You know, cause he's still seven, you know? So like he'll walk by and be like, mommy, I don't want to touch anything, but he's touching my chair. I'm like, oh my gosh, stop. So, um, I've been hosing and disinfecting everything. I got to do the floor still, but that's hard when you got a new fee. So thank you for all the prayers and well wishes, but Peter's at the, I think we'll, we'll go to self, we're self quarantining until, uh, Friday and, um, Peter's symptoms should be lessened by then. I do know that you could be a carrier for quite some time, but, uh, on surfaces and stuff, but there's nothing you could do about that. We got to live life, right? Um, I just don't want to have an active eruption. And here is where I kind of have like a PSA to all the moms out there. Cause I know lots of moms listen to me and I feel like HFM, which is hand, foot and mouth disease is kind of like a shame. Like people are sometimes ashamed to say they have it. I didn't think twice. As soon as I found out that he had it, I emailed my Wednesday co-op. I emailed my Thursday co-op to let them know that he had it. And it is confirmed period. Um, and that he was at both. I let, you know, the doctor and I backed in and most likely it would have been picked up at the Wednesday co-op by the time he presented on Thursday. It's usually the third day that they'll get a fever um, after exposure. Now, here's the thing. After I had posted about it on Facebook and in the co-ops, the boards posted that there was an exposure, a child. I got reached out by several parents. When I say several, I mean more than six, okay? More than six parents came to my inbox or text message and said, 
oh my gosh, Peter has HFM. So-and-so had it. That's why I called him off first week. So-and-so had it this day. That's why I called him off last week. And here's me. What? Because here's the thing. It's super, super important. These are things that go around the schools all the time. They did when I was a kid. They did when my parents were a kid. They did when Peter's a kid. And they're going to be around probably when their kids, our kids have kids, okay? But the thing about it is that we have to be vigilant as parents because some kids can get really sick from this and be miserable. That these blisters on their hands and feet, this rash can actually blister up and erupt and cause open sores that are very, very painful and in their mouths. So, you know, what if you're a pregnant woman? If you're exposed to it by a child that you don't even know has it or was out with it, you know, how can a facility know to help clean or put in a disinfectant protocol if they didn't even know they needed to do that to begin with? So if your child has contagious diseases or fastly spreading childhood regular stuff that's going around, HFM, uh, what's another lice? Okay. Those are the two big ones. Okay. Don't be ashamed that your kid has this. They picked it up from somewhere. They didn't miraculously get it because they were dirty. They didn't miraculously get it because your house wasn't clean. They didn't miraculously get it because you were in weird, sketchy places. Even if you were in weird, sketchy places, they got it because someone else didn't report it. So for me, Peter could have had a better chance of trying to, actually about three children, could have had a shot at not having HFM, contracting it, had the first four parents, okay, yeah, so that's seven kids, I was trying to, I'm looking at my list and I'm like, nope, there's seven, um, not six, seven, okay, I didn't add Peter. Um, if the first four kids, if their parents had reported that they were out, this is all the same co-op. If they would have reported simply that they were either exposed to HFM, because sometimes your kid will be fine, but he was somewhere and somebody had HFM, and then they said, oh, well, my kid's fine. He didn't have it. But you should let people know he was exposed to it. So at least parents know, hey, can you wash your hands more? Their backpack comes. Spray it down with a little thieves or, you know, uh Lysol spray, whatever you want to use, whatever your thing is, okay? If you use something different, good for you, okay? Whatever works for you in your household. But give those parents a chance. But the fact that not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, parents reported their children having hoof, hand, yeah, hoof, sorry. In the old days, it was hoof, mouth, and hand because they didn't know that that was for animals and that we had hand, mouth, and foot. Um, but, yeah, that we have, you know, you got HFM, and it could have helped me. Now, number one, had I known as a teacher, okay, uh, because I did have uh, two, three people in my classes that were all at home at one point, whether they got it in my class. It looks like it was contracted in another class initially, the exposure. But I could have brought the Clorox wipes and wiped more stuff down. I could have separated the kids out more. I could have, you know what I mean? Instead of, I could have been aware and a little more vigilant, you know, but parents weren't given that option. And so 
how does this turn into like these contagion issues? Well, a lot of people from our Wednesday co-op go to the Thursday co-op. So now that co-op has been exposed. I don't know how many kids have had it. Right now it's just Peter and he's in two classes, but he's in two classes and one of them includes Lego building. So I had to reach out to that teacher so that she knew that she needed to throw all her Legos in a pillowcase and bleach them in the washer. You know what I'm saying? Like they need to be disinfected because it it is what it is, right? Anything that he had touched or was near, because I don't know if he was carrying at that time or not. It's just crazy. So um, those are the things to do. But the fact that I was the only parent out of seven kids in a co-op that reported it, it, it just breaks my heart. And it's for me, it's the same thing with lice. I never got it. My sister always got it, but she had super thick hair. I just had straight, the poor things that had nothing to hold on in my head with my stringy ass thin hair. Um, they, they certainly don't want to be on my head. Um, my sister always got it. And it's so strange because her daughter always gets it as well. If there is a lice outbreak in a school, my poor niece gets it every time, every freaking time. And so it could be easily avoided, easily, by just reporting it so that other parents could be put on the thing. Will they get it? Probably, if they've been open, but at least it's not like a surprise. Like, I was just like, where the hell did he get this? Like, where, who can got it, you know? I mean, I didn't see anybody. I mean, I'm not staring at people's hands. I'm not staring at their faces. I will be now. <laughs> but... But here's like a whole week of classes that he's out and those classes are paid for. And so I'm also having to do a bunch of homework, but we have to modify how we do homework because he can't, I don't want him touching a ton of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a big inconvenience, but Peter's doing well. He has a great mild case of it. Thank you, God. And uh, he's actually back to his old self. He's eating again. He's drinking uh, and he's kind of getting restless sitting in, you know, the one couch and having confined to like we do let him use this tablet we took off the cover so that we can wipe it down and disinfect it because it's easier to do that without the cover um and so he could still get tablet time and but we still have to do co-op it's a you know or we have to do our homeschooling and so we have to do that but i have to modify it because i don't want this so i'm constantly washing it's just a pain in the ass people so please if your kid has a contagion um, please let other people know. I mean, flu is flu, colds are colds, viruses are viruses, strep is strep. It happens. But the least you can do is when you have something like HFM, especially when you got people with siblings and babies and pregnant women and older people, um, you'd think after two years of fucking COVID <laughs> that people would start actually stop being worried about stupid shit and actually report the stuff that matters. Sorry, I'm probably going to get a bunch of backlash on that, but don't care. Super califragilistic expiala. Fuck it. Um, all right. Last, last, uh, check on Mark on the list here. Busta, my little puppy Buster is going to be one October 5th. However, his party is going down on Peter's birthday, October 3rd. He is going to go to his doggy, day, doggy daycare and I talked to a party planner at the facility. He is going to have a cake. He is going to have a pinata. He is going to have some ice cream. We're pulling the pools because he's getting groomed on the 29th uh, of September like, uh, like a newfie groomer. And so I don't want his ass in the water 
for pictures. <laughs> and I will post pictures of Buster's one-year birthday party. My little Buster the Custer, that little hairy fuck. I just love him. Uh, my little slobbering noof. And it is ridiculous um, what we did for this dog's party. But um, I love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. We just had a blast celebrating Sheikah's 14th birthday. She was rightfully spoiled. She slept in bed. She was really living it up. She ate two cupcakes. I made her favorite pumpkin peanut butter cupcakes, and I frosted it with Greek yogurt and pumpkin mixed in it. She freaking loves it. Um, I had to cut them up for her this year because uh, her teeth are just, you know, whatever. But um, she can't hear. She can't see. But she could still smell, and she went right for them cupcakes. Um, that's all I got. Happy birthday, Buster. Happy birthday, Peter's going to be eight. Buster's going to be one. I'm going to be 54. Holy cow, Batman. Oh, that's what we're doing. So until next week, you guys, you better be kind. Seriously, lead with kindness. Bye. <laughs>